Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Katie on the flip side, the podcast. I just wanted to talk a little bit today about something unrelated to taking care of yourself physically, but sort of, I guess it all kind of goes together. Um, I've talked a lot about taking care of your body physically and health things, but with the holidays coming up and there being a lot of demands and stress and craziness surrounding that, there's something I just wanted to throw out there that I came across this morning as I was reading through my devotional. It was um, a post or a, I guess, I don't know, what do you call it? It was a like daily thing um, where the person who wrote it was talking about how her family had intentionally um, kind of downsized on the amount of things that they were doing during the holidays. And this is something that we've struggled with for a while and really kind of started to try do tried to start doing last year. And it made such a difference. Um, in the devotional I was reading, the the woman was talking about how they committed to simplifying the holidays with fewer presents and more moments and spending time with their immediate family, um, saying yes to only a certain number of things for the season and just keeping the focus on the meaning of Christmas um, and not spending so much time stressing that it actually ends up being something that you dread or um, start to like feel stressed out about before it even happens. Um, this is hard for me as somebody who, if you've followed us for a while or have listened to any of my recent things, I am by like life <laughs> have been a people pleaser and I don't like to make people feel uncomfortable. I am easily swayed into feeling guilty about things. I feel guilty about things that I shouldn't feel guilty about. And I just, I let stuff get to me. I let things um, in other people's feelings that aren't my responsibility bother me a little bit too much. And so Obviously, that makes this a little bit more stressful. Um, but in the devotion, as I was reading it, um, she says, we received a little pushback and it required us to stick to our word and not purchase every store, every toy on the list or go to every single Christmas party. And what we found was that we had the power to enjoy the holidays with intentionality and purpose. Our hearts released the consumerism of the world and centered on the community that we were a part of. The pressure to perform, to have the perfect holiday, or to keep up with the Joneses disappeared, and in its place, our home was filled with more peace, more laughter, and more memories. Um, she talks about how the season still flew by really fast, as it always does, but her family had time to savor the season because we had made space for it. Um, and that just is so, so true. Um, our family, personally, the four of us, Cullen and I, um, were struggling in our relationship last year around Christmas. But even with that, um, there were still some good times and there were things that went on that were good. And then there was also some struggles. But within it all, I had determined that I was going to intentionally schedule downtime. I was going to intentionally add extra time 
between events or add extra days between different events instead of feeling like we had to do every single thing that somebody asked us to do or every single thing that we felt like we needed to do because so-and-so else was doing it or because, well, we do it every single year and it's, it's, that's not doable, you learn um, quickly when you have young children. Our kids are three and five, so last year they were two and four, and getting little kids like that, especially a two-year-old who can be difficult at times, to different holiday things and to different holiday parties, to late-night things that people who maybe don't have kids or have older kids or have maybe just who knows, maybe they just have the type of kids that go with the flow, um, which ours do a lot of the time. But when other people who are in those situations expect you to, because, you know, you're, you kind of start to get the feeling of, well, like, why can't you just bring your kids? Well, that's just dumb. Why are you gonna, why are you gonna keep your kids from enjoying this fun holiday, blah, blah, blah. Heck no, it's not a fun holiday, blah, blah, blah. If my kid is screaming and crying and tired and not happy about being there. Um, for me, it got to a point of it's not so much about the fact that I didn't want to deal with the crying kid and the meltdowns and all of that as much as it was, this is not fun for my kid. Like it's not fun for my kid to do something this late at night, or it's not fun for my kid to sit through a, however, you know, a two hour, like whatever it is, um, different things. We, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before last year was kind of, (laughs) it's kind of, it was a crazy year. Um, not with busyness because we did enjoy some time at home, but um, with things going on in our personal household. But um, I don't remember if it was that which year it was, but there's a Christmas music performance that um, was at our old church that my parents still go to. And we always, it's one of my favorite things to do every year. And I truly love going to it. And it brings me so much joy But taking my kids to something like that does not bring me joy and does not sometimes bring them joy. It's one of those things you think of and you're like, oh, this is going to be so fun. They're going to love the music and they're going to love this and that. And then it's it's just not like kids don't care about that kind of thing for that long. Um, And we do have like a nursery at the church that they can go to, but it's not their usual place that they go. They don't like particularly being thrown into a new situation and I don't blame them um, where they're staying with somebody they don't know. And so we have had to make that decision again. It it all runs together. I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, um, but that we just were not going to stress ourselves out to do that. Sometimes there's seasons in your life where there's things you can do and things that you can't do that you previously did. And it may just be for a season and you may get back to doing it, but I've had to teach myself not to feel guilty about that, that the decisions that you make as an adult, as a parent, and as somebody who is an individual person shouldn't be based on other people's opinions or other people's thoughts or needs. Um, Obviously, this doesn't, I'm talking about situations like what I was just explaining. I'm not saying that if somebody needs your help or needs something from you, that you shouldn't try to figure out a way to do that. That's not the situations I'm talking about now. I'm talking about how extracurricular events or 
things like that should not be something that you're responsible for just because somebody else wants you to. Um, something I have tried to remember is that nobody else is entitled to your time. And if you find yourself feeling like that you're being made to feel that way, that, well, you have to go to this or you have to go see this family member or do this, you don't have to do anything that nobody's entitled to taking your time or your stress level or whatever else to a level that is not comfortable for you personally. Um, If you feel like you're only doing something because you're getting a guilt trip about it or because somebody is making you feel bad for not doing it or kind of putting their emotions on you, then that's even more reason not to go. Um, Guilt trips are something that are pretty manipulative. And um, Cullen and I, I don't remember if we've talked much about this in some of our live streams, but we've been talking about it um, personally within each other and kind of how to recognize that and recognize whether um, somebody kind of has a genuine concern for you being at something because, you know, of whatever reason or whether it's just kind of they feel entitled to your time. Um yeah, so you know, if you're feeling if you're feeling uncertain about something, if you find yourself complaining about something and find yourself dreading it and find yourself getting just a feeling in the pit of your stomach for whatever reason, whether it's that there's somebody that's going to be there that makes you uncomfortable, whether it is that the time frame that it's going to be during is during your kids' naps and you know that if they skip their naps and if they're at some event where they don't know anybody and it's an adult event or it's a other kids and they don't do well with other kids, whatever the reason is that you're feeling like just dreading something or you're just feeling uncertain about it, it's perfectly fine to, to not go. Um, I heard somebody say one time, I can't remember, I'm sure a lot of people have said this, but I feel like it was in a book that somebody wrote. So I don't want to like not give credit to the right person, but I don't remember who it was. Um, basically, if something is not a hell yes, then it is a no. Um, if you don't feel excited and enthusiastic about doing something, um, you don't have to do it. If you're a grown adult, (laughs) you make your own decisions. Like that's is as crazy as that sounds to some of y'all who have had this under control your whole life and kind of like know that you can make your own decisions. Um, To the rest of us who struggle with this, it's kind of like, are you sure? Like I really can make my own decisions and it doesn't matter if somebody gets upset about it. Yes, absolutely. You can make your own decisions. Um, and, and you just, you have to work on it. And like this lady had said in this devotional, she and her family received some pushback and, um, that's going to happen when you change your plans or things that have always been a certain way, aren't a certain way. But you have to make the decisions that are right for your family. Um, Something I tell myself a lot is that other people may be disappointed if you're not able to come to something or participate in something, but they don't have to live your life. Um, It's not your responsibility to be in charge of their emotions and worry about their disappointment if instead 
you going would cause stress and chaos and negative emotions for you and your family, then that is your main concern. Your main concern is about the negative emotions that it's going to cause for your family. That's what you're responsible for is for your own self and and your emotions. You can't be held responsible for um, for making sure that somebody else feels fulfilled and happy and not disappointed. And that's something that in walking through this kind of overcoming codependency and people pleasing and all of that, that I've really had to work on and learn because that's part of it. That's part of the the codependent nature is feeling like you're the one responsible for how somebody feels and that you have to do something to make somebody happy. You have to be the one to sacrifice yourself and your stress level just so somebody else is happy. Um, And if somebody truly loves you and cares about you, then they will be understanding of that. They'll be understanding of the fact when you say, you know, that's during nap time. It's just not going to work out. We can't make it today. They're going to understand that you have a right to feel that way and think, oh man, I get it. You know, I don't want you to feel overstressed. I know I feel that way. If I invite somebody to do something, I feel like I go out of my way to say like, hey, I'd love for you to come to this, but I know it's like, it's kind of a far drive or it's during this certain time. And I know you have this and that. So if you can't come, it's totally fine. I just want you to know, like I'm the opposite of somebody who is going to put excess pressure on you to do something no matter what, because I know how much I hate that feeling. And if somebody can't understand that and gets upset with you when you politely and genuinely say no or say that you're you're taking some time for your family or your kids are napping or you're whatever, you're not going to run across town after doing one thing to do something else. If they can't respect that and if they get upset with you about that, then that is not on you. That is not for you to be responsible for the fact that they are upset. Um, you're doing, you're making the decision that you're making out of genuine concern and love for your family, for yourself, and you're not doing something to intentionally hurt somebody. Of course, people do things like that and will intentionally try to hurt people by, you know, not doing things for them or with them or whatever else. And that's not the situation I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who are worried about this are not the kind of people who are going to do that. The people who are worried about this are the people who are so worried about upsetting somebody that they're going to make themselves or put themselves in a situation that's uncomfortable. And that's something that you just have to deal with. And I know this is so hard, especially with holidays. Um, One of the things I was reading, a a response I was reading to somebody um, in a DM on my Insta story when I had posted this from this devotion was about how... um, her family lives, you know, several hours away from each other. And there's so much stress about or pressure about like driving to both places and spending the majority of a holiday in a car. Um, and how she finally made the decision that they're going to do. Um, I don't remember the specifics, but let's just say something like we're going to do 
um, Thanksgiving with this family, but then for Christmas, we're just going to be at home with just the four of us, like just our immediate family. Or maybe it was something like they're going to do Christmas Eve with one family and then the day after Christmas with one family, but then they were going to have the actual day of Christmas, just the four of them for their family to do their thing, to relax and to enjoy each other, to enjoy the reason for the, for the season, for the holiday and to do that and how difficult of a decision that was, but how wonderful and refreshing it has been for their family. And this is, this is such a touchy subject because everybody wants to be with family, but once you get married and you start having kids and you have kids, you have to drag around to different places. It's, it's really hard. I mean, it's hard because you feel bad and you want to see family. You want your kids to see their family. But I feel like there's also ways to do that that don't involve causing extra stress. Um, I know when I was a kid, we went to a million different things on Christmas. Um, however, there were, what, two of them. So we had, let me just tell y'all, this is this was our family Christmas when I was younger. We had Christmas Eve was at my parents' house, and um, my dad's side of the family came over for that. Christmas morning, we went to my aunt's house with my dad's side of the family. Christmas lunch, my mom's side of the family came back to our house for lunch. And then Christmas day night, that same day, that night we went to my grandmother's house on my dad's side of the family. Um, so for me as the kid, two of those events were at my personal house. And so I thought it was pretty awesome that my cousins all came over and we got to play and hang out on Christmas Eve. Um, the only thing that was a little bit rushed and stressful was getting to my aunt's house on Christmas morning and then getting back to do lunch. And I wouldn't change it because as a kid, I thought it was great. You know, I was at my own house for the night before and then for lunch and got to see my cousins and everything we played and it was fine. Um, but now being an adult, I can only think of what the stress was like for parent, the parents, you know, like it's different when you're a parent versus when you're a kid. As a kid, you don't care. You just want to play and have fun. Um, and I just think that we all we all lived pretty close together, so it's not like we were driving far distances. But that's how our situation was as a family when I was a kid. And it's obviously changed as my sister and I both gotten married. We've had kids of our own. We have um, in-laws, and we do things in a different way. And it's a hard adjustment, um, and it's hard to make some of those decisions on what you're going to do or not do, what traditions you're going to con continue or discontinue. And I think it's just a decision that you really as yourself and with your spouse or your kids or whoever you would consider to be your immediate family, you have to just pray about it and talk about it and make the decision that's going to work well for you. And sometimes it takes a couple years to get things worked out. And I would say we still don't have it perfect. And it's still kind of up in the air every year. We're like, so what are we doing for Christmas this year? Uh, who's going to go where? Who's going to have what? And you know, you just have to decide that. But I don't think there's anything wrong with setting aside some time just to be with your immediate family. I know we have several friends who spend Christmas Day um, just with their kids and their immediate family. The kids get to play with their toys. They take their time. I know the Christmases that we have been rushed to get up and get out the door and rush through opening presents. Um, 
we've kind of wished we had a little bit more time to take it slow and just enjoy our kids and enjoy Christmas morning with your kids is something you only get to do for so many years, especially when they're tiny and their little faces and their excitement over the presents and Santa and everything. It's only so many years and you just, you don't get that back and you'll never have it again as a parent seeing their cute little faces. Here I go. I'm going to get emotional again, <laughs> um, talking about something, but it's, it, it goes, it goes by so fast. And of course, you know, family members and, um, everybody else wants to see the kids too, but there's just nothing like the morning with your own kids opening their presents and seeing what Santa brought them and all of that. And I mean, my kids are three and five and I already feel like, you know, things have changed so much and just seeing them experience it is such a special thing that, I don't know, it's just important to me to to do that and to see that. Um, I think what's even more important is that last year, as we added more time into our schedule and as we put some boundaries around our time and where we were going to be and what we were going to do, we as the parents were less stressed. Um, and, you know, the kids don't care. They obviously love to do fun activities, but there's times when they're like, they just want to stay home and they just want to be with their mom and dad who aren't stressed and worried about who's wearing the perfect outfit or we can't find this or this didn't get washed or somebody spilled something and now we're going to be late. I mean, they just want to be together. Um, they love doing all the fun events, but I think there is a way to do a few fun events here and there, but then to also have some things that we do at home with just the four of us that are fun and special too. We definitely still have done lots of fun things, um, just less of them at once, less planning of like three different things in a day and um, making extra consideration for putting intentional space between activities or between days, allowing time to rest, allowing time to get to bed earlier. I know so many people end up getting sick around Christmas, um, and I can't help but think, uh, obviously, you're exposed to different people. Kids are touching things, and germs are what make you sick. <laughs> You'll have a soapbox about that. Cold weather doesn't make you sick. Being stressed doesn't actually make you sick. Germs are what make you sick, so wash your daggum hands. But... um when you're stressed and your immune system is compromised, I feel like you're more likely to get sick. Um, stress and all of that can definitely affect you physically. So I think allowing time to sleep and get rest is the way to to appreciate and enjoy it the most. Um, it's not about pleasing other people. It's not about keeping other people happy. It is about appreciating the time that you have with your friends, with your family, whether it's your extended family or your immediate family, and giving each situation the time it deserves and the laid back, relaxed honor and privilege that it deserves of, um, you know, getting your full undivided attention instead of trying to pack things in so that you can say you've been to three, four, however many different Christmas parties in one day. Um, when you do that, you don't give your best to any of those people that you see. So it's, to me, it's better to have the time, to take the time, 
to be less stressed, intentionally carve out time for downtime, for rest, for watching a Christmas movie instead of running off and doing some crazy shopping extravaganza. Um, it's, it's well worth that to allow ourselves to be able to be fully present and enjoy the time that we do spend with other people instead of rushing from one thing to another, instead of feeling the pressure to be everywhere and do everything because you feel guilty for not, um, So that's what we plan to do this Christmas. I hope that y'all will take some time for yourselves. And, um, you know, maybe you've already got a great handle on this. I would love, love, love to hear how some of you guys handle holidays and family plans and plans with friends and different people and just kind of how you keep that balance, whether you do or whether you don't. I wish there were comments on podcasts, Um, but I am over on Instagram on katiepie07. I would love to hear from you there. Um, you can send me a message or leave a comment on a picture. Um, I may post a picture from um, representing this actual podcast episode and seeing what you guys have to say about it because I, I love the discussion about it and I love hearing ideas for other people. As a people pleaser and somebody who is trying to overcome that and overcome the codependent part, it helps a lot when I feel like I have permission from somebody else, as dumb as that sounds, permission from somebody else to do something, like to, to make a decision on my own. And so, you know, I know that might help some of you guys as well. Obviously, I know I don't need anybody else's permission to do anything, um, but just just seeing other people's comments and how other people handle things really does, it does help. And it does open your eyes and kind of give you some ideas on different ways that you can handle things with your family and with your friends as this time approaches. But um, it is November, so all of this fun is starting up. And my goal this year is for it to be fun, for it to be intentional, to be able to be present and enjoy each person and each event that we choose to go to. I hope you guys do as well. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to hear more podcasts like this, let me know. And again, find me on Instagram, um, find me on Twitter, KatiePass7, and I would love to connect with you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, guys.